Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We go to the hotline and bring on my guest who does a great job uh, in his executive producer and analyst role with NFL Matchup. Been uh, a producer at NFL Films for years and years and is just absolutely one of the best at breaking down the film and putting it in a way that's very understandable for all of us. Greg Cosell joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Greg, how are you doing today? Sean, I'm really surprised at that news because I keep being told that running backs don't matter. And in fact, I was under the impression we were not going to be playing with any running backs this year that the position was no longer going to be in the NFL. So I, I don't really know what the Packers are doing. Yeah, well, it's it's funny you say that, but does does this? Well, that's what does, I'm told. I mean, yeah, you know, no, I, and, I, and, and I and I and I hear all I, I hear all the same thing. Yeah, no, there's that that uh, you know you can just find these running backs. They're a dime a dozen on the discount rack, and yet here there there's always a few of them every year getting twelve, thirteen, fourteen million a year. What do you think of this signing for the Packers? How necessary was it for them to bring back Aaron Jones? I think he's a really good player. Um, I think that even though his numbers in the past game this year were not as, as quite as good as the year before, I think he's a really good pass receiver uh, who can line up, detach from the formation. Uh, I think he's a really good player within the context of what they do. And the thing is, is they almost use him the way they did this past year. And my guess is they'll do something similar because A.J. Dillon will be there. My, my guess is Jamal Williams will not, but is they'll use him in a similar fashion to Alvin Kamara, the way the Saints use him. In other words, they won't overwork him in terms of number of carries, which, by the way, they did not do, as you know, in 2020. Mm -hmm. So I think they see him sort of evolving into that role, given that they drafted Dylan in the second round, and we know that Matt LaFleur's background is Kyle Shanahan, and he wants to run the football. So uh, I would think that for them, he's a really important piece to their offensive puzzle. Yeah, and he's getting paid like it now. Four years, $48 million for Aaron Jones and the Packers. Greg Cosell joining me on CBS Sports Radio. All right, so, Greg, we're, we're in a really interesting part of the calendar. It's always an interesting part of the calendar every year, but now with the salary cap going down this year with the, with, you know, the middle class in the NFL maybe getting squeezed here when free agency gets cranked up in the next couple of days, I want to run some of these moves that have already taken place by you. We saw Kansas City in the Super Bowl really struggle – to keep Patrick Mahomes upright because they were missing both of their tackles. Now they voluntarily will be missing both of those tackles heading into next season. What do you make of Kansas City getting rid of both Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher? Well, I think, unfortunately, a lot of decisions because of the salary cap going down, I guess for the first time in quite a while. I don't follow that stuff real closely, Mm -hmm. but I imagine it's in quite a while. I think a lot of decisions are now being made based on finances Mm -hmm. and, uh, 
you know, obviously they'll be looking for two new tackles. Um, they'll they'll either look for a, uh, some guys in free agency that they feel they can sign for less, and then they'll draft. Uh, but I think you're seeing that with a lot of teams that are releasing players, and I think the result of that will be this particular year, Sean, you'll see a lot of one-year deals because mm-hmm. teams with very few exceptions, obviously the Packers just did it, but with very few exceptions, I don't think you'll see teams – signing players unless they're stars to long-term big money contracts. What did you see from JJ Watt this year? He obviously got a big deal as you know, bigger than I expected from Arizona with two years, 31 million. I think it was. What what did you see on film from JJ Watt this year? Is this contract justifiable? Well, I think you have to put it in the context of their team because I think they see Watt, and he's still a very good player, by the way, but they see him as a piece. Don't forget Chandler Jones will be back. Uh, So now they have two really good players on that defensive front. So I think they saw that as as part of a really good D-line as opposed to, hey, we can just sign J.J. Watt. He's the guy that's going to make us great. So he's still very good. You can line him up at defensive end where he lined up predominantly this past year, but you can also bring him inside in multiple front looks. So the NFL has moved in many ways to multiple defensive front looks, and J.J. Watt fits that. So uh, it's a very good signing from a player standpoint. Obviously, they felt they could handle the, the financial end of it, but I think with Chandler Jones coming back, it'll be really interesting what they can do up front. Yeah, he'll have some help there, at least, no doubt. Greg Cosell, NFL Films, NFL Matchup, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let's get into some quarterback talk, Greg. Cam Newton going back to the New England Patriots. Do you think the Patriots are done at the quarterback position, or is Cam going to be – is he the week one starter for them next year? Well, I think they – number one, they're telling you that Jared Stidham is not their guy. And number two, I would think they would probably draft someone, but I think – and I would never presume to get into Bill Belichick's head, but my guess is he probably believes that the the higher-end quarterbacks in this draft, you know, not the guys who are going to go one and two, but the guys after that, maybe he feels that they're not his guys. I don't know, but, but I would assume Newton would be their starter. Uh, you know, Newton was in a very difficult position this year. They obviously chose not to throw the ball very much. It's easy to blame Cam Newton. But he he had an off season. He didn't really have an off season. Uh, and then obviously it was a COVID year. They don't have very many weapons, so he was in a tough spot. So I think with another year, and who knows what this off season will look like. Hopefully it'll be a little more normal. But I think uh, they probably feel he's their best player at quarterback right now, given what's out there in free agency and given what the draft would present for them. Where is Dak Prescott in your? Pecking order of quarterbacks. We know where he is financially in the pecking order now. He's number two behind Patrick Mahomes. Did you see that contract as one that, that, that made sense for the Cowboys? And where do you have Prescott kind of in your hierarchy of quarterbacks? Well, the contracts are irrelevant to me because quarterbacks get a lot of money. Yeah. <clears throat> so that doesn't mean anything to me. But I think Prescott has improved each and every year. I thought he was throwing the ball and playing the position at a really high level before he got hurt. Um so, no, I think Prescott has really significantly improved. He's a fascinating case study because he was a fourth-round pick for a reason. He came out of Mississippi State. He was not consistently accurate. Uh, he had some mechanical issues. And uh, as I said, he was a fourth-round pick for a reason. But he's gotten better and better each year. Uh, this particular year, even though the sample size wasn't large, 
it was kind of clear that the offense was starting to move toward Dak's offense and not Zeke's offense. Now, we don't know what it'll be coming off the injury. Uh, none of us know that. But I really think he was ascending, and I think he's really become a very, very good quarterback. Craig Cosell joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Craig, is there any reasonable package for the Texans to accept for Deshaun Watson? Well, again, these these are tough questions because, to me, the Texans hold the cards here. He's under contract for three years. Uh, he can sit out the season if he so chooses. That's up to Deshaun Watson. But they just hired a new GM. They hired a new coach. Both came with the, I'm sure, the belief that they had a franchise quarterback in the building. Uh, so we'll see how this plays out. As you know, Sean, a lot of things get said in all sports in off seasons. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But he's he's their quarterback. He's with the Texans right now, and obviously he can he can get dug in as much as he wants. But he can't make the trade. Only the Texans can. So it ultimately, if they don't trade him, ultimately it's up to Deshaun Watson as to what he wants to do. But I saw they just signed Mark Ingram to a one-year deal. So, uh, you know, they're going to go on the assumption that they're going to compete this year because they have a franchise quarterback. Where was the biggest area of improvement that you saw from Deshaun this past season? Well, Sean, I thought he had a stretch of six or seven games where he clearly played the best football of his career. And one reason I thought he did that is because he played within the structure of the offense exceptionally well. Now, we know he has tremendous secondary action ability. He can make a lot of improvisational plays. That's certainly something he's done throughout his whole career, even going back to Clemson. But there was a stretch this year where he just played with a great sense of timing and rhythm. The ball came out. He was accurate. He can make every throw. I thought for that stretch, he played as well as any quarterback in the league, and he looked really, really good doing it. He's always had a little bit of a struggle finding that balance between playing within structure and leaving the pocket unnecessarily. And quarterbacks who leave the pocket unnecessarily tend to get sacked far more, and Deshaun Watson has always been sacked far more. People automatically assume, and this is why I love watching tape, People automatically assume when a quarterback gets sacked a lot that it's one of two things. It's a bad O-line or the receivers are covered. When you watch tape, you often find out that neither one of those things are true, and it's often on the quarterback. Greg Cosell joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Greg, we're fighting a little bit of a delay here, I think, on our connection, but I have to ask you this. I even have to exist through a delay to ask you this question. Um, I'm curious how much you've had a chance to watch this incoming rookie class of quarterbacks, and other than Trevor Lawrence, of the rest of the group, is there one in particular that you like, or do you like any of them maybe even more than Trevor Lawrence right now? Oh, I've seen them all in great detail, and I would say that Wilson is, is to me, probably the next best one, I think. I think Lawrence has the best traits of the quarterbacks in this draft class. I think Wilson would likely be next. Uh, the, the only, and it's not a concern, it's just a reality of life, is Wilson has very rarely been in an environment in which he'll face in the league where he's faced a lot of pressure on a consistent basis. He only did that really in the Coastal Carolina game, and he struggled a bit with it. Uh, so he's just not been in that environment very often in his college career. So we have to see how we can handle that. Now, my guess is he'll eventually handle it well, 
because he can th- he can move very well. He's got very good secondary action ability, and he can throw the ball on the run well. And what Wilson has going for him is the fact that he's an accurate passer. And at the end of the day, you can do everything right, but if you can't throw it where you want to, you've got nothing. And he can throw it where he wants to. So I would expect Zach Wilson to be a, a solid quality NFL quarterback. Greg Cosell, NFL Films, NFL Matchup, does a phenomenal job breaking things down. Greg, really appreciate the time. Sorry for some of the technical issues. I don't know if you're hearing them on your end. I'm hearing them on my end over here. But really appreciate you making time and hope to do it again with you here as the, as the draft approaches. Good stuff from Greg Cosell of NFL Films. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.